The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Praise God. All right. Um, we are celebrating Nigeria's Independence Day today. We turned 60 um, last Thursday, I believe. And I know, well, may, let me speak for myself, but I, I suspect this is the general feeling of most Nigerians. Um, it's a bittersweet experience. <laughs> um, we are grateful to God for so many things. We look around the world and we see some nations that have not gone through a tenth of what we went through and they are falling apart. Maybe because of war that has lasted for several years or all other kinds of trouble here and there. And though we recognize we have trouble, and we know we have quite some of it in this country, that's the bitter part, um, that we can still mark an anniversary. And the 60th anniversary for that matter is cause to give God praise. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? So we, we, we thank God. We look at all those things um, in spite of all these things, despite all these things, um, at least we still have a nation. And we are trusting God it will continue to get better and better in Jesus' name. And that's why we pray. Um, that's why we still keep Nigeria in our prayers. That's why we still maintain hope. Even though we have to do it like Abraham did it, where we hope against hope. And thank God that provision is there for us. And you know, our hope doesn't have to be in ourselves, particularly those of us that are Christians. Our hope doesn't have to be in our government, or it doesn't have to be in any other thing else but God and Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And thank God that's a hope that will never disappoint. Somebody say, I have a hope that can never disappoint. My confidence is in God. See, not just for ourselves. The Bible teaches us not just to believe God for ourselves, but also including our nation. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And some of the scriptures Pastor India shared with us this morning. It's so vital. So I know many of us, well, I suspect, I can speak for myself, it was bittersweet um, seeing the things I can thank God for and seeing the things that I'm like, but why, but why, but why? <laughs> Knowing that it can get better. Hallelujah. And um, I'm not going to talk too much about Nigeria, but we can't but talk about it because of this day. Um, I want to really focus on us praying this morning. I'm going to get to that in a minute. We are stepping into the final quarter, or we have stepped into the final quarter of the year. And um, the little time I have left, I want to use that to just prepare us. It's going to be a great last quarter for you in Jesus' name. Your path will shine brighter and brighter in Jesus' name. Amen. But let me just say a thing or two about fixing Nigeria, because... Those are the discussions that are going on in several quarters now on a day like this or a time like this or a season like this when we mark another anniversary as a nation, particularly a 60th anniversary. 60 years is a long time for a nation to get its act together. It's a long time. Many nations all over the world didn't take that long. 
So um, a lot of discussions are going on, and when we think about the solutions, um, I want to talk to us as a family today, so just listen to me. And that's what should be happening. The president talked to all of us, leaders all over the country, and influential people are talking as a family in, in the light of our nation. Um, when we think of this nation, we, we think of the macro solutions. My economics in secondary school is coming back to me this morning. And then the micro solutions. And by macro, I mean those big things that if only we can just get right, the dominoes effect and the way it will reverberate all through the nation will have such a positive impact. If only we can just get power supply right in this country. If only we can just build basic infrastructure in this country. If only we can just reduce the corruption in the corridors of power in this country. Those are macro things I'm talking about. Things that once you shift the effect it will have on practically everybody is just almost instantaneous. Many of us here, I believe, are old enough when telecoms was restructured in this country, when GSM came in. And I don't think there's any family in this country that that thing did not touch. I mean, just one aspect of the economy. And we could have done it decades before then. We could have done it during the military rule. I'm preaching a lot of Nigeria something. <laughs> this morning. We could have done it. In fact, the story came out that the military didn't want to do it because for, of security reasons. So we, we know about those macro things that if only we can just fix, things will get better. But then there are also micro solutions. Seemingly little things that can be done on an individual basis that don't seem to add any solution to the nation's problems, but are equally important. And on a platform like this, on a day like this, as a pastor of a local assembly, that's what I would like to talk to you about and contribute to our own solving the national problem. Please pay attention. I have just a few minutes before we pray. The conventional thinking... And the way an average person will feel is that my own little contribution, the micro things I do, my praying for the nation, my doing right things, not driving on one-way traffic, not collecting bribe in my place of work, not padding contracts. I mean, recently I called someone to fix something for me. And when he told me the price, I knew he was lying. It wasn't even word of knowledge. <laughs> Electrician. I knew he was lying, but I could afford his lie. But just to satisfy my curiosity, I called somebody, how much are they selling this thing? Just give me a rough estimate. He had added 1,000 naira on top. You know, if he had asked me for that 1,000 naira, I would have given him. But that, that's how things are in this country. See, that person doesn't know he's contributing to the problem of Nigeria. In, in his own thinking, it's the politician that stole $100 billion that they were supposed to use to do electricity for the state and build road. That is the main problem of Nigeria. And he's right to an extent. That's a macro problem. 
because that 100 billion dollars will affect many people. The 1,000 naira that is stealing from this individual, you know, thief is thief. Whether it's 100 billion dollars you stole or 1,000 naira, particularly in the eyes of God, both of you are thieves. And both of you are contributing to the corruption of this country. See, some of us here are old enough to know that it wasn't like that in this country before. I mean, my parents used to tell me, I didn't live in those days, that back in the day, in the market, people will leave their items on the store and go home. And people will come to the market, pick what they want to buy, and pay for the item. Nobody there. And you come back, and it was like that a time in this country. I don't think that, is there anybody as old as that that experienced that here? Okay, did you hear it from your parents? Can I get a witness? Am I, is it only my, I mean, there was a time the country was like that. People were that honest and straightforward in their day-to-day microtransactions. Which market trader can do that now? Talk to me, somebody. And some of us here are old enough to know when that thing changed in this country. I won't mention his name. It was one leader that changed that thing. We, we didn't know. It took us a few years. You see, leadership is so powerful. I'm going to be talking to us about leadership in this month in our midweek services. Because what I want to focus on the teachings God has given this month is the, the micro things. The things you are doing individually that it doesn't look as if it's solving Nigeria's problem. But it is. That you staying in your own prayer corner or in church, lifting up your voice and praying for the nation. Micro. It doesn't look as if it's moving anything on the radar, but it is. The micro solutions, the Spirit of God told me to tell us this morning, are as important as the macro solutions. And that if your nation is ever going to get better, you are not just going to solve the macro problems, you also have to solve the micro problems. Some of us are old enough to know when that changed in this country. There was a time the corruption was only what we used to read in the newspapers. What our parents would tell us, ah, this politician, those of us that were growing up then, we didn't used to see it. Then one leader came, I will not mention his name, go and do your research and go and do your own. And a few years after him being, it was in the military time, the president, your organizer now started cheating you. Before, organizer didn't used to cheat you. Your electrician now started stealing from you. It now became endemic. I, I know, at least in my own life, I can speak for myself. In those days, corruption was what just our parents would talk about and we read in the newspaper. It wasn't something that the everyday Nigeria, nobody used to drive on one-way traffic. I'm telling you. It was when certain leaders came to school and those things now started becoming commonplace. So I want to say to every husband here, the way you are treating your wife is either contributing to the problem of Nigeria or helping the problem of Nigeria. You treat your wife well, that's one happier wife in Nigeria. And we are solving the national problem. You treat your wife poorly. That's one unhappy woman. Which will end up with unhappy family. And the same thing for the wife. For every wife, you treat your husband well. 
that's one happy husband. And you don't treat him well, that's a sadder husband. You treat your children well. And the family unit is what ends up being the nation. Think about it for a moment. That politician that stole our hundred million dollars, maybe if his mother had raised him right, not to steal hundred million. Now that he got into an office of power, that he can now influence things on a macro level, maybe he will not steal the hundred million dollars. See, the micro fits into the macro. So when we fail in our micro responsibilities, honestly, we are contributing to the problem. And God help the nation when you have developed a character of failure and you enter a place of power. It happens in our private businesses as well. Am I making sense to somebody this morning? So on a platform like this, I'm talking to the kind of congregation I have. It's not like I have plenty policy makers here. We'll get there one day in Jesus' name. You know, there are some pastors that president is here. Um, senator is here as they are talking to like that. We are getting there in Jesus' name. But people that can influence. But let's not just focus on the macro things. Treat your husband right. Treat your wife right. Treat your children right. The child that is taught not to steal. If the parents do their job well and corrected when they steal, perhaps when he grows up, he will not steal the country's money. The employee that is taught not to rob his employer and the employer that is not robbing and oppressing his employees. Micro things. But unknown to us, they are contributing to the problem of our nation. Because that's what the nation is. It's just, if you break the nation down at the end of the day, it's not angels that are running Nigeria. It is individuals that are now on platforms that they can make macro policies that will affect everybody apart from themselves. Let, let me close with a Bible story. My time is actually up. <laughs> but think about David with me for a moment. And when we think about David's success, we should think about his father as well. Sometimes we talk about the fact that the father didn't invite him to the meeting when they were looking for wood that we ordained as king. But the father taught him to keep sheep and trained him and gave him the responsibility to kill sheep. Micro. And it's in that place that David learned the things he learned. How to worship God personally. How to defend the sheep from the lion and the bear. Being faithful on just that micro level, things seem to think it will have any national impact one day. And that one day came when a Goliath threatened their nation. And David was even going about his micro business to go and give his brothers lunch. And the opportunity to do something that will impact an entire nation and generations after was presented to him. But because he had been faithful in doing the seemingly little thing, not collecting bribe at home, doing his house chores diligently, listening to his father, obeying the instruction of his father, go and give your brothers lunch. I know children that will not deliver that message. Because on their way, they stop by to watch Premier League. And the match now extended to extra time. 
and penalties. And by the time they remembered, it was too dark to go, and they had to go back home. And they now go and tell the story, yeah, there was a lion on the street. Don't move too much, they won't know I'm talking about you. Rise on your feet with me this morning. I want you to lift your hands to God. And just begin to bless God. Just thank him. And make up your mind that you're going to take your own place. And you're going to do your own part. Husbands, treat your wife well. Wife, treat your husbands well. Parents, raise your children well. Children, obey your parents. Employees. And you know the Bible talks about all these things. You read the epistles of Paul, you see them there. Be diligent and be faithful with your employer. Employers, treat your employees well. Let's address the micro things that we can address. Come on, lift your voice, begin to pray. I want you to just use that small exhortation about fixing the nation and think about your own part and whether it is that you are making positive contribution. Let me tell you another micro thing. As a member of this church, contribute your part to the church. Keep praying, keep praying. Contribute your part to the church. Find a small group in this church and contribute something positively. Do your part. The nation is made up of individuals and nuclear families and church families. In fact, God's word says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn for their wicked ways, do their own path, I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. Come on, let's talk to God. Let's talk to God that he will give us wisdom wisdom to stand in our place and do our part may we all be people that are positively contributing in our micro corners our respective micro corners seemingly little things that don't seem to make a difference but all the while they are the building blocks that are building the nation for good may we all be that kind of person may we all be that kind of person may we all be that kind of person Come on, pray with me this morning. Put up Zechariah 10 for me. I want us to pray this over the remaining three months. Just a few minutes of prayer this morning. Zechariah 10 chapter 1. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. The Lord will make flashing clouds. He will give them showers of rain. Grass in the field for everyone. Glory be to God. Let's borrow something powerful here. The people this scripture was written to, they were farmers. Listen to me for a moment as we pray. They were farmers. And at the beginning of the farming season, God will send them the early rain to help them soften the ground and so that they can plant their seed. And at the end of the farming season, God will give them the latter rain to help them to harvest their crops. We can apply that into a calendar year. At the beginning of the year, we can ask God for former rain. Lord, send your blessing, send your favor, send your peace, send your help, send your anointing, send your grace to help us through this year. And as we approach the end of the year, he's telling us here, ask the Lord for the latter rain. Does somebody need heaven's assistance for the last three months of this year? Does somebody believe Nigeria needs heaven's assistance as we go on in our journey as a nation? I want us to obey the protocol of that scripture. Lift your hands and lift your voice with me this morning. And let's open our mouth and ask God for rain. The rain of favor. The rain of mercy. The rain of grace. As we go on, as we go on, Lord, send your rain. Send your rain. Send your rain. 
put up the scripture, Zechariah 10.1, send your rain, send your rain. Oh, the Bible said it will give showers of rain, grass in the field for everyone. Another translation says for everyone grass in the field. When we ask for rain, God will send rain and it will touch everyone. I prophesy the rain of heaven, the dew of heaven, the favor of heaven, the grace from heaven, the mercy from heaven, the help from heaven, the goodness from heaven, every good and every perfect gift over you and your household and your loved ones in this final three months of 2020. Ask the Lord for rain. Come on, pray with me, pray with me, pray with me. Shanta Kayeda Broso, verse 6. Put it up for us. Let's look at it as we keep praying. I will strengthen the house of Judah. God will strengthen you in these last three months. I will strengthen the house of Judah. I will save the house of Joseph. God will save your house. God will save this house. God will save this church. God will save this ministry. When we ask for rain. Hallelujah. I will bring them back. God will restore you. Whatever you might have lost in the course of this year or the previous years or as a result of all the global crises we are facing god said i will bring you back i will bring restoration you see these are the things the rain will bring the rain will bring strength the rain will bring salvation the rain will bring restoration i will bring them back because i will have mercy on them the mercy of god will bring your restoration your salvation your strengthening Pray for it and receive it this morning. I love what he said in the latter part of verse 6. They shall be as though I had not cast them aside. God will restore you to such an extent. It will look as if you have not lost anything. I prophesy that over somebody under the sound of my voice this morning. God will restore your business to the point where it will look as if you did not experience that loss. The kind of testimony God gave Job, God will do it for you in this season of your life. It will look as if I had not cast them aside. It will look as if they did not lose anything. It will look as if they did not go through any problem. Oh, Shanda Gato Yala Beregeda Bosoto. Is somebody praying for the rain of heaven for these last three months with us this morning? Oh, Shata Yala Pekeda Broso. Eh, Yala Pakata. Verse 8. Please put it up for us again. I love it. Verse 8. Pray for it. Pray for it. I will whistle for them and gather them. Oh, hallelujah. For I will redeem them and they will increase as they once increased oh hallelujah i don't know who you are maybe you've experienced the increase of god before you've seen the prosperity of god in one area of your life before then it looks as if it has now gone dry or maybe you've never seen increase before you've only heard about increase but hear the word of the lord today god said i'm going to increase you as you have once increased in other words this is the least you will ever be I will take you from your current maximum and I will make it a new minimum for you. I will increase you yes again. I will promote you yes again. I will elevate you yes again. Your best days will not be in your past. Your future is brighter than your past. Better days are ahead of you. The glory of the latter shall be greater than the former. That is your portion in these last three months. 
in the name of Jesus. Come on for the next one minute. Pray fervently over that and claim it for yourself. Oh, Shanda, we ask for rain. We ask for rain. We ask for rain. I think I need some music help. We ask for rain. I will increase you like I've once increased you. <laughs> we ask for rain. I will promote you like I've promoted you before. I will restore you. It will look as if you did not have any loss. We ask for rain. 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 Simple protocol. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. Somebody, you need to open your mouth and ask. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. And I will do all these things for you. Ask the Lord for rain. Open your mouth. Lift your voice. Release your faith. Raise your hope. Receive strength by God's spirit in the inner man. God is not a man that he should lie. He's not the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it and will he not do it? Ask him for rain. Those of you watching from home, open the floodgates over my
Father, we give you the praise. We receive your rain from heaven. We receive the strength that you give. We receive the salvation that you bring. We receive the restoration that you provide. Thank you. Rain for every single grass. Everyone in the field. We pray and we receive this morning in Jesus' mighty name. And the people of God shouted the loudest, Amen. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.